it's time for evil. <laughs> Welcome to the 11th episode of the Zoomer Breakdown. I'm Alex. I'm Sam. I'm Soda. And I'm Osborne. <laughs> guys. Yeah, which leads us into our topic for the day. Demons. We're going to be talking about the screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis. Um, which means we're not necessarily going to be talking about exorcisms or anything. Yeah, exorcisms are... No. <laughs> so we're not going to be talking about demon. crazy demon sightings. So, C.S. Lewis didn't actually write this. He just was mailed the letters of a demon to his... Demon uncle. Yeah, Dude, the post yeah. office is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the post office had one job, just deliver them to the demon or something. They're like, no, I'll just send it to this author. So yeah. guess what was. Yeah. We can send it to a Christian author. Apparently mm. they couldn't find Wormwood's address and it somehow got mailed to C.S. Lewis. Yeah. But yeah, he definitely did I, not write like, them. I don't know. The return ad- address just says What's going on here? Is this some sort of prank? The basis of the plot of the Screwtape letters is that there is this demon named Screwtape, and he is sending these letters to his nephew Wormwood. Or his uh, his protege. He's mentoring this younger demon. Yeah. um, Well, it specifies nephew multiple times. Your affectionate uncle Screwtape. It's a... Term that's used, a title that's used. Uncle is used for someone who's your mentor, who's older than you, and respectable, and nephew, the opposite, the protege. Younger than you, less experienced, respected. being mentored by you. Yep. Um, your protege, master. It, it and could protege. be, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically the point of the book is to shine a light on how. We use that phrase a lot. Shine a light on the darkness. Yeah. Ah. I um, can't let it shine. The point is to. <laughs> okay. Osborne keeps blowing out the mic by violently assaulting his laptop. I'm not assaulting it. You slammed a book no. on it. I said it. That's not what the audio says. No, the audio says you threw the book at it. Audio says adios. Throw the book at it. That was that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I didn't catch it. What did you say? I said audio says adios. Anyway, continuing on with the discussion (laughs) about screw tape letters. Okay, so the point of screw tape letters, um, it's kind of a parody. It's screw tape teaching Wormwood how to properly tempt humans. It's kind of a reverse way of showing people how their minds stray away from God and how how we can be tempted and how yeah um, and that's not to say that every single little action that we do um, is being thought over by demons in the way it's written right it's just it's kind of a representation yeah and it's terrifying like how true every single chapter every single chapter rings true to, it ring, rings true to our own weaknesses and to our own. I think exactly. the one yeah. that really stood out to me is the concept of selfish selflessness. You're Do right. you guys remember this? Right. Yeah. But what it is is uh, Screwtape's explaining this to Wormwood that if someone says, I don't know, here, let me get you a drink, right? 
the other person says, no, you don't have to do that. Each person is wanting to be selfless, but in their own hearts are becoming selfish, wanting to be the most selfless, right. wanting to appear the most generous. To be so, praised. Yep, to be praised for being selfless. And that is uh, you know, part of our humanity, that we, it feels good to do good things for other people. Right. So, but yeah. then we want the recognition. We want exactly. everyone to say, "Oh, look, he's you're doing so good." And it, even if you don't want the recognition, if you're mm -hmm. doing the good, but you're doing it because mm -hmm. you want to feel good about yourself or something, if it's and you're like, "Oh, I'm being yeah. so humble," like thinking those thoughts here, like, "Oh, I need yeah. to make sure that I'm being this humble." I yeah. think as C.S. Lewis himself said somewhere else, um, you know, being humble is not thinking less of yourself um, it's not it's thinking of yourself less mm. so it's not saying you know like oh i might be really skilled and talented at these things but instead of me acknowledging that i'm gonna pretend in my mind that oh, you know i'm not um i'm not as good at these things and i'm not so great um and that's what humility is even though i actually think i am better than that and it's kind of this Intellectual dishonesty and ingenuity. Um, is that what ingenuity? Ingenuity. Yeah. Ingenuousness. No. No. Ingenuity. Ingenuity is like MacGyver. The not genuine. What is the opposite of genuine? Disingenuine. Disingenuine. That's what it is. Disingenuine. MacGyver is so crazy. Disingenuine. Disingenuine. Okay. Disingenuine. Disingenuine. There's no genuine. Like I'm genuine. Yeah, condone, genuine, uh, ingenious. Have you ever heard the word genuous? It's genuine. It's a genuine feeling. It's not <laughs> oh, genuine. He's a really genuous guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, and he talks about that with the other virtues as well. If um, you know, if different virtues can be done, uh, you know, for the sake of yourself, thinking of yourself. Well, that's that's the point of them, and it kind of defeats the purpose of the virtues. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it reminds me of uh, the one letter. Is it is it James that says, "If I hold on, let me look it up." How does it go? If I do like all these good things, but do not have love, I am. I think that's First Corinthians. Yeah, that's First Corinthians thirteen. If I'm, I maybe imagine. Uh, but I think it is First Corinthians thirteen. Uh, you might be correct, actually. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Hey. First yeah. Corinthians thirteen. Uh, if I speak human or angelic languages, but do not have love, I am a sounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I donate right. all my goods to feed the poor. If I give my body in order to boast, but do not have love, I have nothing. Right. Yeah. I remember, I think, I think Osborne brought this up originally. You know, this was years ago. But I think he said, sin is just perversion of good. Mm. Yeah. Sin cannot create. And right. sin cannot create. It can only twist what is good. Let's talk about it. it yeah, it says that in there. this book. Yeah. He's talking about, like, and now, obviously, in this book, because it's the demons, mm -hmm. they're saying, like, when they say, like, our father, talking about Satan, or the when they talk about the enemy, they're talking about God. 
but what he says is basically our fathers never figured out how to create a new pleasure or anything. We right. just have to pervert what the enemy has made for good. Right, right. exactly. Um, and that goes for anything, whether that be... Righteous anger uh, turning to wrath. Right. Or love turning to lust. Like All of those things, you can directly tie it back to good. Right. right. Triumph right. into sinful pride. Which just goes to reinforce the amazing generosity of our God, the love and generosity of our God, and how he how amazing it is that, you know, our God is the one that creates all those good, pleasurable feelings and those, um, and gives them freely and uh, gives them to us to enjoy. Um, it's amazing, but also important for us to remember the ways in which we can forget who it is that's uh, giving us those things. And, and it's also focused uh, on the pleasures themselves. Another interesting chapter is how, uh, like, oftentimes when it comes to people trying to find the truth, a distraction always seems to come at the perfect time to turn them away, to be like, I need to do this first, or I'm too busy to worry about this right now. Yeah. And right. then after all of the chores are done, I'm too tired. I need to sleep at the end right. of the day. Hey, Jaden, do you mind sitting down so you're closer to the mic? Oh, yeah. Jane's just kind of standing up. Yeah, he's so f and he's like filled with fiery passion. I just drank coffee. Okay, I gotta move. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> I found myself kicking the table the and chair. stuff. I didn't want to be too loud. That's true. Just kick your chair instead. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. um, Statement retracted. <laughs> yeah, but er earlier on in the book, it may be the first letter. Screwtape talks about how. There was this guy that he was kind of in charge of, and he was starting to have like a profound idea that could potentially lead him to God. And what he did was he just was like, hey, why don't you go get lunch? Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, well, worry about this, this some, is, yeah, some other time. But right? Go get lunch, and you can come back in after you eat, and you can think more about it, you know? But you should just go get some lunch now, after all yeah. your hunger. Yep. And then he goes outside, and then he's distracted by the real world, and then everything is lost. Everything kind of fades out of his mind. Right. Yep. And I feel like this book, obviously it isn't real correspondence of demons. Right. This is just C.S. Lewis's idea. And this also is probably not how demons actually function. Yeah, I would assume demons... Um, well, I mean, it could be I close. would say it's fairly close. I definitely think that it's a lot... Much, far more closer than most people think demons function. Right. Because they're not just these, you know, they're they're angels, and angels are messengers. They, they I mean, they're not... They don't just sit on your shoulders right. and say, hey, you should do this bed. It's right, not like Tom and Jerry that. where you have little devil Tom. Exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Right. It's, and at the same time, they aren't just, you know, possessing people and doing weird exorcism stuff. Um, I think... Screwtape himself in this book says that um, the two main pitfalls of people, people's classifications of demons, is either um, they don't believe they exist, or uh, what was it? He, they they he, they believe that demons exist, and Let's they become overly interested in them and want to look into all the mat dark magic stuff and just be 
study them and be super fascinated by them. And yeah, it was kind of the supernatural fanatic right. and the uh, staunch atheist. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of a one or the other. We haven't been able to figure out a way to have both in one mm. person. Hmm. Yeah, and I find it interesting that this whole thing... Is, right. Yeah, you couldn't have an atheist who believes in the supernatural. Yeah, right. it doesn't really work. Well, there are some atheists who contradictor logically contradictorily do believe in demons and yet don't is that a word <laughs> <laughs> i'm making up words as i go contradictorily <laughs> who needs vocabulary I found, I found another thing interesting is that screw tape another thing the correspondence between screw tape and wormwood the apprentice demon seems almost genial almost but only whenever wormwood is doing good and whenever he's doing, uh, by good I mean doing. <laughs> I yeah. tried to grab my book and I knocked. Evil, it. doing right. evil, and I find it interesting. Whenever Wormwood fails, the letters get harsher, and sharper, and yep. rude. And at the very end of the book, should we spoil it? Yeah, it's a theological uh, book. Okay, well, first, uh, in the second letter, Wormwood's uh, Christian, the guy he's following becomes yeah. a Christian. Right. And he says, um, I know with great displeasure that your patient has become a Christian. Do not indulge the hope that you will escape the usual penalties. Indeed, in your better moments, I trust you would hardly even wish to do so. But basically, you know, there, there's penalties. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to be good because yeah. you let somebody become a Christian. Yeah. And then, but at the end, I believe, Screwtape has a toast at a feast that is no, that, that's something actually okay. that's not actually that's, like yeah, that's something novel. he made okay. after okay that is the there was a second novel he intended and he wrote that as mm -hmm. the opening and then yeah. he died yeah so c.s lewis finished putting the book together shortly before his death mm -hmm. november 22nd 1963 mm -hmm. uh, i think screw proposed the toast the last thing he wrote ever yeah, yeah. which is kind of yeah. spooky well no well, I he's mean, a Christian guy. Everyone yeah. has to write something last. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> everyone has a last text or last word. song or yeah. something. Yep. Yeah. They don't but really get to choose. Yes. They kill themselves. I'm, I'm not someone who's to be like, oh, that's spooky. He wrote a book about demons and then he died. What if oh, he does? Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, conspiracy oh. theory time. Uh, yeah. No. All right, stop it. Stop being ridiculous. If we you're don't thinking those any, thoughts, stop we, it. We don't have any tinfoil. <laughs> Guys, we don't have any tinfoil. We can't do conspiracy Exactly. Theories. The French took it all. Stop it. Dang French people. Anyway. All right. Yeah. But I think, it, I, I think we read Screwtape Proposes a Toast. We did. I we did. It, yeah. yeah. But yeah. isn't it how he serves Wormwood as food? No. Well, at the very, that's what happens in the very okay. last Yeah, letter. that's very what happens at the okay. end of the actual it's, Yeah. Because okay. the whole um, philosophy of the demons is that they are eternally consuming and so they just consume 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 they view humans as almost a, a cattle that they are breeding to feed off of um in hell eternally um which and isn't completely accurate because they'll be there suffering in hell mm -hmm. as well at the end right yeah but it is sobering to bear in mind for yeah. us but that but that was interesting that that yeah, but in Screwtape Proposes a Toast, he uh, 
it's not wormwood that he's serving up. It's these, he refers to them as leftovers. It's people who, uh, it's like these examples of people who went to hell who didn't mm -hmm. think they did. It's like the, the Pharisees. Ah, okay. I, I didn't remember quite that. I knew Wormwood self -righteous was self-righteous people. Sir. But it was that interesting, that interesting mock care, mock love. Yeah. That screw tape had I'm making massive air quotes here. Had for Wormwood. Right. And, but it was only it was so fickle. It was only dependent on how well he did. Yep. It's conditional. Yep. And as Not, soon it is unlike God. It yeah, is and as soon as love. Wormwood. You know, his case was irretrievable. Screwtape was as quick, or if not quicker, to condemn him to be consumed. Right. So, yeah. That was interesting. And I, I feel like this book is a good one to go over and just kind of think about and kind of look at your life. Yeah, you read Are through you, the chapters slowly and consider what they mean. Yeah, right? like, how can I apply this to my life? How can I use this to help? You could read it quickly, but it's best to take it slow. Monday yep. nights. <laughs> What's Before often Christmas. helpful is um, in resisting sin and in fighting against that as Christians, as um, whenever we have those struggles, for, I mean, the most important thing is, you know, read the Word of God. Um, but then it's also can be very, it, it can also be very important to, um, I, I, I always say, uh, it's important to keep a little, keep a little demon on your shoulder and listen to what he says. I've never, heard, I've never heard you say that in my entire life. <laughs> this is like whenever someone in a movie says, you know what I always say? And it's like, you never say that. You can, but go on. Yeah, you've, you've never said that. Hearing where you're but, going with it. I'm but glad Karen, you guys have never yeah. seen this, heard this. <laughs> I, I don't see right the demon on your shoulder. <laughs> Neither oh, can our viewers. It's the little demon talk. Keep a little demon on your shoulder. And by that I mean pay attention to how the little ways in which um, you can be tempted by your flesh or by actual demons to um, leave the path of God and to start creating bad habits. I listened to this one pastor give a talk where he was talking about Solomon. And he's like, it's not like you, you wake up one day building thousands of pagan temples to idols. You know, there's this gradual process. Um, how did Solomon fail? He multiplied wives and he multiplied gold. He multiplied uh, chariots. <laughs> what it you sounded say? like something like in video games. Wife multiplier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my multiplier. You guys. You guys. Yeah, he multiplied his wives, and Alex and I just go, wife multiplier. Wife multiplication machine. Wife multiplier. Backslash summon wife. Times four. Times four wives. But, you know, so it was like, um, you can find this talk somewhere. I can maybe post the What's link the to this video. Name? Pastor Toby Sumter is his name. He has some he has some good theology. Um, I I like a lot of the things he says, but um, yeah, he was just talking how it's a it's a very gradual process. So Solomon didn't you know just marry seven hundred wives in one day. Yeah, was, that'd be a busy <laughs> day, dude. <laughs> you, I've only done he, that twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's um, he makes these 
political uh, covenants with these different rulers and you know maybe you know two and then three and then he's like well I, I, I'm a king I have to make these choices of wisdom and make these you know these diplomatic uh, uh, diplomatic move, moves and uh, slowly progresses and then when he was old it says in the Bible you know he he was his heart was turned away from God to other gods to idols and so it's important watching that that slow progression even as in, in this book over and over again they talk about tiny little things that kind of just move you ever so slightly in the wrong direction they might not even be sins they not, might not be sinful at all but they're slightly unwise and they kind of edge you away um edge you away from God. And that's not to make you paranoid and be like, oh, I should be hypercritical of every single little thing I do. And it doesn't mean, like, I should never do anything. Right, but you should also be awake and aware and take every thought captive to Christ and not be slothful in your uh, mental state and in your spiritual state. Um, I think in one of the chapters, Screwtape talks about how, you know, the the greatest, um, and greatest I mean the easiest to go down, path to hell is the very gradual one without uh, signs or milestones, the very gentle sloping one that just gently, slowly moves down the slippery slope down to hell. And um, so I, to go back to what I was saying about keeping a demon on your shoulder, Anytime you are like, should I do this? If you're questioning something, that you, a decision that you're making or about to make, um, think, well, is this might not be sinful, but is this at all beneficial to me? Is this something that the enemy, is this ammo that I'm giving to the enemy to use against me? Um, and is this maybe not sin, but is it hurting my path to God? And undermining it ever so slightly. I was reminded of a story that I heard from my friend, and he was using this, uh, he was running for a mock office and stuff, and he had a slogan, which was, what is your 2%? And he had people try and guess what it was, and he eventually told the story. So there was a navigator coming up from, I think, South Africa, and he was shooting for the Horn of Africa. And during his navigations, he missed one measurement by two degrees may not seem like a lot, but this sailor wound up in Denmark, <laughs> or somewhere up in Europe, from that slight miscalculation, missing the Horn of Africa due to two degrees of difference. Right. So that was what his slogan was about, was a challenge. What's your two degrees? What's the slight error that you can make in your judgment, right. in your calculations? Uh, That's good. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was, it was really cool. I was like, wow, uh, let me use that someday. And here I am. <laughs> but, but it's that. It's, it right. may not seem like a lot, but two degrees can throw off, you know, mm -hmm. miles down the line, years down the line, decades down the line, can throw your whole life off course. Yeah. So. That's really good. Yeah. Profound. Profound. What's our time? Yeah. 23. 23. Yeah. Feel like that 
about wrapping. We've had kind of shorter episodes lately. Yeah. Give yeah. us, give us. Yes, please. Suggestions, stuff. please give them to us now. Gives. Uh, we have <laughs> we have an email link down below or up above or wherever the description is. We have a anchor podcast voice message link if you want to send in your little voice clips or mp3s or whatever and chances are we'll probably play it in an episode exactly yes because no one's done it yet Mm -hmm. yeah if you don't want it played in the episode let us know and we won't but it'd be kind of cool if we did so but yeah so send us questions comments concerns side remarks you can follow the podcast and get notified whenever we post a new episode we post bi-weekly or bi-monthly sorry once every no. two weeks. Uh, it's actually every it, other Tuesday. Yeah, bi-weekly. So I'm, I'm monthly. if no, you are listening to it on the day that we upload, bi-weekly is every it yeah. is no. June 14th. No, wow. wow. That is wow. the date that this will That's be uploaded. Actually, a And our from... next episode should be uploaded June 28th, wow. barring any craziness that causes us not to be able to record by then. Nice. Wow, that's crazy. It is crazy. It's more than a month away. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. You've given away our date. Now they'll go back in the past. It's it's and over find, a month away. Find us. Us. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Hope to catch you next time. See y'all. See you guys. Bye. Bye.